Church, God will add um, the, the message that, that we have this morning. And, and I don't know if you are in need of something today, or maybe you feel that you are in need of something today. God's word promises us that there are so many things that he adds to our lives, that he would give to us. And in the context of the verses that we're gonna look at, God adds a blessing. And, and there are many things that God would give to us. There are many things that we hope that God will add to us. And sometimes what we need, what we, what, sorry, sometimes what we want is not what we need. And if you feel that you are in need of something, then God will give it to you, but only he truly knows our needs. Only he knows what it is that we need. Only he knows what it is that he should give to us. So God will add if it's God's will to add. I hope that that makes sense as we begin to unpack some verses today from Genesis chapter 30. And it says this, just a few short verses there. It says, then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son. And she said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Joseph and said, may the Lord add another son to me. Allow me to pray and then we'll begin to unpack these verses, church. Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for the promises that you give to us. Thank you for what you add to our lives. Thank you, Lord, for what you remove from our lives. And we pray today, God, that you would help each of us to want what it is that you want for us. Would you help our greatest need to be, Lord, that we would glorify you in whatever season we are placed in, in whatever circumstance that may look like. God, would you add your blessing to our lives and God, would you help us to see clearly what it is that you want for us. In your son's holy and precious name, we ask these things. Amen. Amen. And church, the reason that we are in these verses today, um, I'll, I'll be honest and say the next service that we have is a dedication, and it's of baby Yosef. And so you'll see the, the name Joseph there on the screen. You'll see that Rachel gave birth to Joseph. And I just thought that this was um, a lovely message appropriate for this morning for both of our services that God will add. That this passage in Genesis, let me give you a little bit of context as to what we're looking at here. It tells us about the birth of Joseph. This is Rachel's first son. In this event, it's significant in the context of Rachel's life. And the reason being is that she had been barren for many years. But her sister was able to have several children in the time that she could not have any. So the name Joseph in this context, it meant the name Joseph means that God will add. Which reflected Rachel's desire for more children and her gratefulness for God's blessing. Because in her context, that God would give her children. 
That is how he would be glorified in her. And, and, and this is what her heart's desire was. This is what she, she yearned for. She yearned that she would have children. And, and her story is fascinating. The story that surrounds this is fascinating. And we're just going to take some time this morning to break down exactly what it is that we are looking at here. Because it's important to note, as I said at the start, that God will add, if it's his will, to add. But what he will also do is God will add in his time. How frustrating is that? <laughs> uh, that, that can be frustrating, can't it, church? Whenever you're, whenever you're waiting, and, and waiting is, it's the hardest place to be, because I think sometimes patience is the fruit of the Spirit that, that so, many, so many of us lack the most. God will add in his time. Rachel had been struggling with infertility. She wasn't able to have children. Her long wait for a child, it, it teaches us about patience. And knowing that, that if it is meant for us, that God will give it to us. Knowing that God is not withholding from us just to, just to spite us or to get at us, but to know that his timing is perfect. And, and Rachel needed to know that too. She needed to trust in God. And, and in her context, God would add, but he would add in his time. It's about patience. It's about trust. And, and Rachel didn't do this well. She didn't really wait well. And, and if we're honest, I, I, I think a lot of us would probably wait how Rachel waited. Because she was, she was frustrated. And she took her frustration out on her family and on her husband and on her God. And, and, and she felt that then it was her right. Why me? And why not now? And why, why does she get to have children and I don't? And, and, and why are you holding back from me? And she demanded of her husband unfairly. And, and she was jealous of her sister. And, and she was demanding of God. She was demanding of God. But her focus should have been elsewhere. Her waiting, was, her waiting was hard. It made her bitter. It caused division in her family. But the waiting, while it was difficult, the waiting, while it was difficult, it was made harder. It was actually made abundantly harder by her attitude to the waiting. It was made more difficult by the, the choices that she was making and the words that she was saying and the challenges that she was putting out. Her, her waiting was made more difficult by her attitude to the waiting because she had a husband that loved her. She had a husband that loved her, but, but her sister, she was able to have children when Rachel was not. And, and that can be difficult too. In the times that you feel that God is giving to other people and not to you. It's, it's one thing when, when you feel like you don't have something. But when you don't have something and other people are getting the things that you have. 
It, it makes it harder. It's so, it's so frustrating. And Rachel makes that clear. She speaks to our human condition here because, because her sister has what she wants and it makes this waiting more difficult. It makes this waiting more difficult. And it's, and it's interesting this because so often when I say that, that her attitude made her waiting more difficult, so often it is, it is about that. It's about perspective. It's about how we see things and how we perceive things. Because, because some people, you'll, you'll look at other people and what they have and you'll think, I, I so desperately, I want that. I really want what they have. And then other people will look at you and what you have and think, I would really love that life. Or even maybe what you don't have. Like you think of the context of kids and, and, and in here obviously Rachel is, is yearning for kids. But there are people who think they, they so desperately want children and, and children are a blessing from God but if you're, if you're a parent there's times in your life, there's sometimes in your life as parent and when you look at people who don't have kids and you think oh if only, oh if only, it's about perspective, it's about how we look at our circumstances, we want what other people have, we want what other people don't have, other people want what we have, people want what we don't have, and it's about how we see things. And we need God to shift our perspective. And, and Leah, as I said, she was able to have kids and, and the timeline goes that, that she had four. She had Reuben and Simeon, Levi and Judah and God actually blessed her even further because although Rachel was able to have children, she didn't have the love of her husband. Not in the same, um, sorry, although Leah, sorry, Leah, Rachel's sister, although she was able to have children, she didn't have the love of her husband. Not the way that, that Rachel did. She didn't have the love of her husband, but God blessed her with children. And even more than that, God blessed her even further than that. So she had Reuben, she had Simeon, she had Levi, she had Judah. And, and at this time, although she didn't know it, although she didn't know at the time, Jesus himself would come from the line of her son, Judah. Because sometimes God's blessings go beyond what we can see, church. They go beyond us and beyond our lifetime. And we, we've talked about this before, but, but the people who prayed, and, and in the context of church and our church family, the people who prayed for days like this, and they would never see it. But God was faithful to them and faithful to their prayers. When people prayed that, that God would bless this house, that, that his blessing would be upon it, that he would bring people here, that he would see them saved, that he would add to our number, and God would. But it might not be in the time that people are asking for it. It may not even be in our lifetime. God's blessing goes beyond what we can see because church, it's in his time. So God blessed Leah even further. She became pregnant again later. She bears another son named Issachar. She would later give Jacob another son, Zebulun, and a daughter, Dinah. And, and all of this, 
all of this, it adds to, to how Rachel is suffering in this time. How she is struggling with, with the timeline that she has been given. She, she doesn't see what is to come. And she's struggling in the season that she is in. As so many of us would. And, it's, and she, she tries to go around. She tries to, she tries to go around and, and, and have kids in a roundabout way. She gives her servant to Jacob that she would have kids. And, and that works. But in that culture, any children that her servant would have would legally become hers. And so there were two sons given to her through her servant. But then her sister Leah comes back and Leah stopped having kids at this stage. But she's like, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to send my servant. And then my servant's going to have kids. And, and her servant has kids too. And then in the passage that we read, Rachel gives birth to Joseph. And years later, she had become pregnant again. And she would have another son. Because church, God will add in his time. And what's important to remember is that God's delays are not God's denials. Not always. Not every time. And Rachel, Rachel's joy at the birth of her son, it reflects this idea that we need to be patient and we need to have faith in God's plan. God hasn't necessarily turned us down. He has not necessarily said no. He may have just said wait. He may have just said not right now. Or it's not for you. But it's for the generations ahead. It's for the rest of your circles. The blessing you may not see. But it does not mean that God has turned us down. It could just mean not right now. And God will add, church, because he is faithful. And, and this morning we sang a line there that praise God from whom all blessings flow. And, and from him all blessings flow. From, from his will, from his time, from his hand, that is where we are blessed. That is when we are blessed. When God, when God would stretch his hand. When he would bless us. And it was he who opened the womb of Rachel. And it was he who gave her son. And although she tried to, to do that herself. And she tried to go, to go around her barrenness. And, and have sons for herself by another means. Again, God is faithful. God would stretch his hand and he opened her womb. God remembered Rachel. It tells us that he remembered her. And we heard this on Tuesday night as well. And Evan shared from Exodus 2. Perhaps God is telling somebody here that he has not forgotten. That he remembers. That he knows. That he sees. And that he is at work. It is his time. We need to trust. We need to know that he is faithful. Even in the season when you're struggling. Even in this, this season of struggle or of waiting. You need to remember what we know to be true. And not, 
And not be consumed by how you feel. Not be consumed by, by the hurt that you find yourself in. But remember. Remember that God is faithful. Remember that he does not forget. Remember that he has remembered about you. Rachel is a testimony of the fact that God is aware of our struggles. And he brings about blessings even when they are unexpected and in unexpected ways. Even when we think we have all the answers. Even when we try and do things our own way. God brings blessings in ways that we can't expect. Rachel had waited so many years to have this son. She probably thought that, that her time was up. That this wouldn't come. The kids were for, for others and not for her. Church, when you can't see God's hand, trust his heart. He is faithful. He is faithful to you. And, and like I said, there are, there are so many times when we just, we can't see it. Or we don't get to see it. But, but just because we cannot see it, does not mean that God is absent. He is present. He is very present. He is, he is steadfast. And it tells us in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. And so many of us will know this. But it's so important to remember. That the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies, they never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Amazing. What a verse. What a verse when you think about that. In your time of struggle. To know that his, his mercies never come to an end. And to know that with every morning comes a blessing. Don't forget that. Don't forget that every day that God has given you, has given you is a blessing. That God is blessing you with time, but it's his time. It is his to give and it is his to take away. And he loves us and that never stops. It never ceases. And I, I know that waiting is difficult. And I know that those seasons of struggle, that they're hard. So many of us experience those. If, if you haven't, then it is likely that that will come. But just remind yourself of the truth that his love for you, it never ends, it never ceases. And every day that he has given you is a blessing. God has blessed you. Even when you feel like he has removed it. Even when you feel like he is not adding what you want him to add. Even when you feel like it's, it's, just, it's just thing after thing. It's wave after wave. I can't get my head above water. I, every single day there's something. But every day he's blessing you. Perspective. What we see church. What, how we choose to see. Because faithful is he who calls you. And he will also bring it to pass. He will also bring it to pass. If it is his will that you would see that blessing. That you receive what it is that he would add. Know that he will add. Know that it is in his time. Know that he is faithful. 
and know that just because you can't see it now, it's not right in front of you. It does not mean that he's removed his blessing from you. Don't be, don't be that victim. Know that he loves you and know that he hasn't removed that, even in a season of difficulty. And know, know this. And for me, this is, this is one of these supernatural things that, that I'm so thankful for, that God, God will add even when we fail. Even, even when we question or we demand, even when we say and we do the wrong thing. That's not an excuse to do those things, by the way. It's just that God is gracious. Rachel's life up until the point of of giving birth to Joseph, it wasn't entirely God-honoring. She she was in this unhealthy battle with her sister. She was jealous and, and her character, it had flaws. She wasn't content and God had every right to withhold from her. Because of, because of how she reacted, because of how she was reacting, because of how she was acting, because of what she was saying, God had every right to remove from her, but he didn't, church, he added. He didn't remove from her, he added. He gave her her son. He gave her Joseph. And again, even when we feel that God would still bless us, that God would add to our days. And that's one of those, those things. That when God has added to your days, he has blessed you. Even when we fail and we stumble. And so often we do that. So often we fail and we stumble. And yet God continues to bless us. And praise God that his blessing it's because he is gracious. It's because his mercies are new every day. It's because he is God. It's his blessing. It's, it's, it's just it's, it's one of those things when you try and explain grace, when you try and explain God's blessing upon our lives. Like, like I said, it's just one of those. It's one of those supernatural things. How can you keep giving to me God I don't get it I, I've let you down or I've, I've kept turning away you know I'm here one week and then I'm, I'm not here the next or I've said that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read every day and then I've tapped out or, or I've promised you that, that, that if you give me this that, that I'll pray to you every day and, and I'll commit to it. And again, we give up and we fail. But God's blessing is not dependent upon us, church. God blesses because he is God. Because his love never ceases. Because his mercies are new every day. And God is faithful in his time to his people who he has called. And again... A fascinating thing to know and to take away from this is that God will add, but often God will add by taking away. And remember the, the, the reason that, that we are here, the reason that we are in 
these few words of God will add. It's because that's what Joseph's name meant. And so that's that's what God had given to Rachel. That's what he had promised her. And, And again at the end of those verses it says that God will add to her another son. And he does. He he adds to her Benjamin. He gives her another son. But Joseph's name also had another meaning because it meant that God will add, that he would bless, he would he would supply, he would multiply, he would he would grow. He would he would grow. And we'll see what Pastor Matt has to say about that tonight. But the name Joseph also means that God will take away. How does that make sense? How does it make sense that God will add, but he will also take away? Well, how does it make sense that he is both the beginning and the end? That, that he is all things. It is because he is God that he can both add and take away. And because despite her many shortcomings, when God added to Rachel a son, he removed from her the disgrace that she felt. He took away her reproach. So by adding to her, by, by giving to her, he also took away from her. And church... God does the same to us. God added to Rachel a son. He removed her barrenness. He he opened her womb. He blessed her. He took away her anxiety, her pain, her loss, her guilt. God will add by taking away. And this is what he has done for us, to us. And when when we look to Jesus... And we look to the cross. The cross shows us the seriousness of our sin. But also the immeasurable love of God. Jesus took the weight of our sin so we could be set free. God would give to us freedom. And he would remove our sin. Jesus would take the weight of our sin away. And God would give to us his blessing. God gives to us eternal life. And he takes away the darkness that we lived in. God will add to you a new life. And he will take away the old. He will remove what has been. And he will add. He will add. God gives to us by taking away. He gave us his son. And in doing that, he gave us the opportunity to be in a relationship with him. God gave us his son and he removed that barrier between him and man. God gave us this bridge to him. He gave us his son Jesus and he took the weight of our sin. And the word of God tells us that all have sinned. And fall short of the glory of God. So know this. That even in your difficulty. In your season. Right now you might not feel like this is for you. But all of us have been there. For all of us have sinned. And all of us fall short. All have done this. But God. But God shows his love for us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
again, only God, only God. In the, in the state that we find ourselves in, in the impossible place to get out of, God makes it possible. He gives us his son, he shows us his love, and it's, and it's while we are in this sinful state. While we are in this helpless and hopeless state, that is when God gave us. That is when he sent for us. In the hopeless state that we were in, Christ died for us. And the word of God tells us that salvation can be ours because of this. Thank God that he opened that door. Thank God that he would give to us a way where there was no way. And it's through his son, Jesus. And unfortunately, this is, this is, where, this is where other other, other places fall short and, and other teaching falls short. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And it's only him that can remove what needs to be removed. And it is only him that will add God's blessing to your life. It's only him that can get you to the Father. Only Jesus. Nothing that we can do. Only Jesus could get us to the Father. And only Jesus gives us this opportunity that if we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, that if we believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, that we will be saved. Know that if you are saved, then God continues to bless you. Every single day that he has given you, he has blessed you. Know that God will ultimately bless you. Know that he will always add and know that the time is coming. Know that that blessing is always ahead. Know that it is always there for you. Know that you will see it. Just trust it. Just trust that he will bless you. And for those who haven't confessed Jesus as their saviour, it tells us to confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord. When we say that he is Lord, we are saying that he is Lord over all things. We are saying that, that we have sinned and are in need of a saviour. And we have to believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead. God gave us Christ. Christ died on the cross. Christ was buried in the tomb. And Christ rose from the dead. We must believe in that. We must confess that. And we will be saved. God wants to add. God wants to bless. And he wants to do it. Because he is God. And he is faithful church. Let me pray. Lord, thank you for your word today. Thank you, God, for the season that each of us are in. And God, we just pray that this word, it will have been in season for somebody right now who is struggling. And God, for, for those of us who are not in that season, Lord, would you help us to get alongside those who need it? God, would you, would you lead us to give you praise because you are worthy. And God, would you help us, Lord, would you help us to, to go out 
and to reach out and to, to give this message, Lord, this life-giving message, this good news. Would you help us to live that out? And Lord, would you help us to live the blessed life that you've given us? It's in your son's holy and precious name we pray.